You complete me. You had me at hello. You have bewitched me, body and soul. Look at you, you're downright flush. Yes, that is what happens. When one is angry. When one burns for someone who does not feel the same. We're gonna have to work at this every day, but I wanna do that because I want you. What do you want? Welcome back to PodCute from our, you know, 10-month hiatus. <laughs> was it 10 months? No, I don't know what it was. I'm just, because. I have no concept of time. I have no concept of time. Same. I think we were recording still maybe in May. Whatever. I think so. Yeah. We've yeah, been yeah, off I for a while. So. We, yeah, we're, we've been busy. Sam cooked a human, so. <laughs> Sam had a baby. Sam had a baby. Um. I wrote a thesis. <laughs> Russia, what have you done? Um, You've done a lot. You've been going to concerts. Did you go to, didn't you go to Dua Lipa? Oh, I did go to Dua Lipa, but I feel like that's not a life event <laughs> compared to uh, having how was it? writing a thesis. Was it amazing? Oh my God. It was so, so good. I am obsessed with her. Everyone knows that I love her. I wore butterfly clips from like, you know, the 90s slash 2000s. I bought this cute little butterfly ring. I had a butterfly shirt. Like it was just so fun. Um, It was my first concert after the pandemic. And I think the fact that, oh, I got COVID on my birthday. I found out I had COVID on my birthday. Oh yeah. I remember that was fun. Um, But uh, uh, I canceled my New York trip for my birthday because my friend and I were worried that COVID was going to be so bad during that time because it was in New York and we're like okay it's fine we'll just you know postpone and then on my birthday I found out I freaking have COVID so that was just great um but this was my first concert after COVID after like literally the pandemic so I was like a little worried but knowing that I had like COVID like you know you have what is it like your 90 day immunity or whatever the hell it is I don't know I was like okay cool I'm gonna do a bunch of things in the next (laughs) that's so smart so Um, but I I, but I still test myself like obviously like I just to be safe but Mm -hmm. so yeah it was I had tickets to do a here next week she's here on April the 1st Okay. And is she not, go- is she not going to be there? No, she is. But I was like, uh, I don't know if I can be in an arena with like 18,000 people. And then like, I, I totally come get home. that. Cause like, she's just I still totally so small. I totally uh, get that. 100%. I will say so this. I sold my tickets yesterday. Oh. And that's okay. And that Sam, that's totally fine. That's okay. Because one, she's going to come back. Like that's it's true. happening. She'll be a star um, for a long she, time. Like, yeah. she, definitely. Um, she also like I will say a lot of people wearing masks like even in my road like a lot of people were and yeah I know some people are like oh that doesn't matter but listen people there were people wearing masks I I didn't like I'm not gonna lie I had it my friend and I both had it and mind you I'm like very pro mask so it wasn't like oh I'm not doing this I just was like oh whatever you did your risk analysis yeah yeah um so I definitely understand and like I said she's she's gonna be back it's like I know totally fine. Like, don't I know worry. but I was Ooh, like um, I was really looking forward to it so yeah. we're going to Tofino instead so well, that's, that's nice there you go yeah there you go who um who's opening for her I don't, I don't know. know I don't know if Megan the Stallion is opening for her in Toronto but she's been opening for her for the past few shows oh, um for me it was someone oh forgive me I feel so bad someone named Caroline her last name starts with a P I think she's Polish no clue Caroline Polchuk. Oh, yeah. um 
I am not going to lie. I, we were there for that, but when we got there, my friend and I were so hungry. So we like got pizza <laughs> and like Very we're fair. drinking. So then we didn't I, get, like, and I, so yeah, it's always funny. It's always funny when the, what, who the openers are, because when I, um, I went to the Taylor Swift concert here, which was not, it was not good. Um, she was playing, <gasps> I she was playing every at, Taylor um, concert. she was playing at BC place. And so it's just, it's not a good venue for music, but Sean Mendez no, really and isn't. Ed Sheeran were opening for her. What so, year was this? Oh, this was a while ago, right? This was a wild while ago. Yeah. It must have been like 2013 or 2014. Her. Yeah, okay, it was really sense. funny. It was really funny because it was now thinking back, it's like, wow, I could have actually saw them. <laughs> but we like uh instead my friends wanted to um drink fireball on the sky train. So that that's hilarious. I, mean, I don't know what's worse, drinking Fireball or listening to Ed Sheeran. So I don't know <laughs> if maybe that was a good choice or not. Um, I'm not a big Ed Sheeran fan. I cannot stand him. So sorry. Why you didn't say Shawn Mendes? Because like that's like my embarrassing concerts I love going to of choice. <laughs> do what you gotta do. Um, okay. We should we should talk about romance books. Um yes, let's do it. So we are here to talk about season two of Bridgerton because it's coming out in I guess like less than a week now because it's coming out Friday so it should be I, I'm assuming days. it's yeah Friday at midnight counting down yeah we're all excited for it obviously so we did Friday talk at, sorry what but wait sorry no you know I was gonna say Friday at midnight for you you know for us it's 3 a.m and it freaking sucks that does suck <laughs> because have I ever told you how I get books ahead of schedule this is my favorite thing Wait, what? I buy ebooks and then I change my time zone. <laughs> so I get them hours early. <laughs> that actually works. It works on Apple Books. It does not work on Kindle, which is oh so ridiculous. Oh my God, I'm dying. I cannot believe that. That's actually no, hilarious. Uh, the best story I have about this is I changed the time zone one time. I got a book. And then I was having this thing where I was waking up in the middle of the night. This happens to me all the time. So I like wake up in the middle of the night, couldn't fall back asleep. So I just start reading. And this happened to me one time. And then I started reading the book and I'm looking at my clock and Izzy gets up at 6 a.m. every morning. I'm like reading my book and it's like 6 a.m. And then it's almost seven. And I'm like, why is he not waking up? Like he needs to wake up at six for his job because he works on Eastern time. Oh and like, all this stuff. so I woke him up. Russia, I woke him up and he's like, what the fuck are you doing? It is four o'clock no. in the morning. <laughs> I will never live it down. He brings I'm it up dead. all That's the time. Hilarious. Cause I was like, are you sleeping in? And now all the time he'll just look at me and be like, are you sleeping in? And I'm like, I fucking hate you. Oh okay. my God. No, you did it. You woke yeah, it was him up. That's so funny. I mean, that is so funny. I whatever. feel like I've done that before. AKA thought it was a certain time when it wasn't because of weather, whatever daylight savings time or something. Like, I feel like that's happened to everybody. Yeah. That's so funny. Anyway. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. So it's we're excited awesome. about season two of Bridgerton. We did talk about the book, I think previously on the pod, um, but now we're just going to be focusing on, yeah, the second book. So we're just going to be focusing on kind of where we left off from last season, what we've seen so far in the trailers. Um, and then we'll do a spoiler section where we can get into kind of things that we were anticipating from the books um, and a few predictions. <laughs> Sorry, Sloan has some feelings. <laughs> Sloan- can hear, she's like, she's got a lot of opinions. <laughs> oh. 
Sloan really cares about Bridgerton. Sloan um, really cares about Jonathan Bailey. Yeah. Which is good. We're teaching her early. Yeah. She's joining the yes, cult early. We're, we're starting her young. She's got, she's got to know. Um, That's so funny. Yeah. So we'll do that. And then, yeah, next, well, next week or whenever, when we all watch the show, we'll kind of come back and we'll get to talk about that. Yes. And maybe we'll break it up. Yes. Is it 10 episodes? I'm going to look because I want to know if it's 10 or is it 13? I can't. No. I don't even remember. I feel like last season might have been eight. So I don't know if they like increased it. Maybe it was 10. Oh yeah, you're right. Wait, wait, you're right. It was eight. I feel like I, it. Yeah. I don't know why I thought it was 10. I think it was eight. eight. Yeah, you're Maybe right. It was eight. Oh, it's eight. It's also eight episodes this season too. Oh, they didn't even increase. Oh man. Okay. Well, I'm that's fine. so upset. I know um, they filmed during a pandemic and we're pissed. They're only giving us eight episodes. <laughs> I just can't like, how do you make me wait a year for eight episodes? Like Shonda, you're pumping out like 23 episodes of Grey's Anatomy. Give me 23 episodes of Bridgerton. <laughs> Listen, those network shows. I was like thinking about that too the other day, like how all the British shows are like six episodes, like Peaky yeah. Blinders. I've been waiting forever. Six episodes. That's it. Dairy Girls is six episodes. And I'm like, I can't imagine them filming like 27, like Grey's Anatomy, you know, like all the network shows worth like 20 episodes a season. Like the year that like everyone was waiting for Sherlock and it came out and there were three episodes. What? It's not even a series. (laughs) No. Okay. We are going to start though quickly with our usual, what we've been reading, (laughs) our recommends. Um, You guys go first. Um, Sam, oh why don't God. Sam, why don't you go first? Okay. And so th- I am, I am in fact currently reading the Viscount who loved me. So I, I'm, I'm reading the book we're going to talk about again. <laughs> um, and then in the last couple of weeks, I've read the love hypothesis. Finally, I had not read it before. Oh, and I really liked so it. many good things about that. Um, I thought it was really, really well done. And then I read Hook, Line, and Sinker, which is the follow-up book by Tessa Bailey to It Happened One Summer. And I was super, like, that was one of the books I was looking forward to the most this year. And I, it was good, but I didn't love it. Like, I really, really loved the first book. And I think I was so excited for the second one. And it just, it, I don't know, it just didn't really do it for me. Like, mm-hmm. it felt like a very superficial look at their relationship. And it was just, like, very like predictable but not in like the good way I don't know I just I didn't love it I agree and then I I read um I had a bunch of people tell me that I would really like One True Loves by Taylor Jenkins Reid and I normally really like her books Mm -hmm. and I hated this book like I actually had to force myself to finish it is this the one they're making into a movie yes wait are they? I don't know. I, I they're also read. well. They're making a bunch of like they're making Daisy Jones and the Six into a movie as well. Yes. Um, and this I love is, that. This is the one with the guy from um, Shang Chi, right? I haven't actually looked oh, up yes. anything from the movie. I just know I they're making. So. This is the one where like, sure. This is like the premise of the movie, so I'm not spoiling anything. Oh, she yes. is it's married, a- and then her husband goes missing, and they think he's dead. Yeah. So she, yep, yep, gets, yep. she moves on, gets engaged to someone else. And then he comes back. He's alive. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like the concept of who oh. is your one true love. And I really, I, like everyone told me I'd love this book. I wanted to like it because I like her books and I just, ugh, I didn't like it. Interesting. I didn't like it at all. I'm going to, uh, I want to read it before I see the movie, but I feel like I'll feel the same way. 
Yeah, it was just, it, it didn't make any sense to me. Like the pacing of the book was off. The, re- the both of the relationships were off. I just, I'm like, yeah, I was not a fan. Very fair. So it's Philippa Sue. Um, oh, I, love her. I, I think I'm saying his Simu. name right. Simu Lu yeah. from, yeah. From and Hanji. then Luke Bracey, who I think is really beautiful. But <laughs> uh, my fave author, Bolu Babalola, called him like not a good lead when he was in that movie called The Holiday with Emma Roberts. And I'm over here like, oh, because I'm like, salivating over how beautiful he is. And Sloan agrees with me, as I can tell. <laughs> But yeah, I, I I might re- I might not read that. I might just watch the movie. Mm, yeah, yeah, because I like her. Though. It's an I easy like read. Her. It's a it's like it's still a good book because she's a good writer. It's just yeah. like of all her books, I was like, ugh, I just I couldn't get into it. Mm. Very fair, very fair. Uh, okay, Rasha, what have you been reading? Um, um, let's see. What have I started and not finished in the past 20 months that we haven't talked? What have Kindle so smut books. have you been reading? <laughs> um, thank you for, you know, calling it out before I have to say anything because I just downloaded another like stupid, like mafia romance. I'm not kidding. Like right before we started. Um, so I'm reading this book okay. called wild war by Laurelyn page. She's one of my favorites my authors mm-hmm. um and sh- this is like it's it's a spinoff of like she has like a series and there's like 20 spinoffs of it and it's like the same people and it's the same is this guys the alien all, porn like- book no <laughs> sam i just sam, your you child I- is listening to you sam <laughs> I just know. Something you know about me is that I do not, I am terrified of anything about with aliens after watching <laughs> Science when I was 11. So anything with aliens, I tread lightly. Um, no, this is not the alien porn. <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> Wait, can I know what you're talking okay. about? You have to talk so I listened to a podcast called Bad on Paper, and it's like one of my favorite bookslash lifestyle podcasts. It's really okay. good. And a couple of weeks ago, they did an episode and their guest was Kate Spencer, mm-hmm. who also has her own podcast. And she just wrote the book. She, she has a book coming out called In a New York Minute. And she was their guest. And they asked her what she was reading recently. And she was like, I've been reading this alien porn series. Oh, my God. So it's basically a smutty series with like about from what I gather from what they were talking about, like an alien species, like kidnaps humans or something that's the premise of it but there were like there are 30 something books in the series and there are spinoffs so when you said there are like 20 something I was like is this the same one <laughs> mine is more like oh uh, like maybe eight or nine books that's hilarious I think that's mm. so funny um I will be looking into that series but not reading it <laughs> just like so- just like I'll take Sloan <laughs> Just like no alien porn talk He's for the like, baby. Okay. He's like, okay, that's enough. That's enough influence from these people. <laughs> um, I have also been reading, which I, I say I've been reading it, but um, I haven't finished. It's not a, it's not a romance book. It's called the school for good mothers. Ooh. Um, it's really, Ooh, how is good. it? Okay. Like, I've been like wanting it. to read that. Yeah, it's it's really good. I like it. I just I I just am like bad lately with like physical books. I always like tend to take my you know my my phone and read my stupid smutty romances. Um, it's really good. It's about a it's about like you know the current time. Like it's not like you know 
post-apocalyptic or dystopian. It's literally about current time. And it's about this uh, child protective services and how their new way of doing things is like, if a parent gets caught doing something wrong, what they do is like, they basically take their child away, put them on probation by like putting cameras everywhere and talking to their friends and family and having uh, chaperone visits with the child and being very like strict, very, Mm. very strict. Um, And in this book, the main character, and this is, this is a spoiler. Um, she, she left her daughter sleeping and went to her office to grab some papers that she needed. Cause she's been working from home and she ended up like getting coffee. And then the neighbors heard her daughter crying and called the cops and she had her daughter taken away from her. So what they do is they take these parents and they take them in this like facility. Um, in this book, she lives in Philadelphia. So they take her in this like old school and they have them in dorms and they make them do all these exercises on how to be a good mother. And basically it is like, if you are not the best mother and devoting 24 seven to your child, but also trying to make a living and trying to make a good life for them, like they are not going to let you graduate and won't let you have your child back. Um, it's very, it's very crazy. It's, it's really good. Um, I need to start reading it again. Basically it's like, think of like big brother, but like having to do with parenting. Mm. Um, I, I, the whole concept reminds me of almost like the handmaid's tale. Like, honestly, even looking at the cover, doesn't this remind you of the original cover for handmaid's tale? Like when I picked it Mm -hmm. up, I was like, what does this remind me of? Mm. Um, so, uh, very handmaid's tale where like, you're basically like, like someone's watching you at all times. They're all in uniforms it's very scary. And like, in and, and I haven't gotten to this part yet, if there is a part, but I'm always like, I wonder if like they're doing, and, and then the characters in the book say this, they say, I wonder if the fathers are like, if the if dads are, if they, if they are like, the, if they also have like a place where they go, if they do something wrong, or if this is just the place for mothers, if this is just something that they do to mothers and not fathers, um, which mm. the book hasn't answered that yet. Cause I'm not there yet. Um, but it's probably the book that I've gotten in the longest. I'm trying to think of any other books. I mean, obviously, other than like my smutty romances, I bought pieces of her because a friend of mine told me it was really good, but I haven't read it yet. And I kind of want to read it before um, there's a show with Tony Collette on Netflix that just, oh. that just dropped. Yeah. So my friend it, said, yeah. yeah, yeah. So this is the book. And my friend said, it's really good. So I'm not going to watch the show till I read the book because I love this character or this author she wrote one of my favorite books called uh pretty girls Mm. one of my favorite books where like I have read so many thrillers so it takes a lot for me to be like mesmerized or like shocked by a twist and that book was like twist after twist and I was Mm -hmm. like okay I love this um I'm the friend who told me to read it she and I we've literally like casted who should play the characters if there was like ever a show made about it um but yeah, that's about it. I have like Sally Rooney's new book, but I haven't read it yet. Mm-hmm. I've also really, really been trying to read the fourth book in the Bridgerton series. Mm-hmm. It's just taking me so long to read it. I don't know why. It's not like it's boring. It's just like it's taking me so long. And I think it's because they tell you who Lady Whistledown is in the mm-hmm. first season. So yeah, like, so it's hard. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but, but yeah, that's what I've been reading so far. Literally just my smutty romance novels. on (laughs) And, uh, yeah. And my, some of my non-romance books. Um, the author of the school for good mothers wrote Mm -hmm. this article in Bon Appetit magazine last month. Um, 
when I was having like raging postpartum hormones. Uh, and she wrote this piece on, for like a recipe, it, it was like the intro to a recipe for lactation cookies, mm. but she was writing about how she had like a really complicated relationship with breastfeeding. But like the last paragraph of, of this whole essay, which was actually re- really quite beautiful, was about how um, she was on, it, she ended up really enjoying it, although she originally started, it was really hard and all this stuff. And then she wrote this paragraph about how on the, on like the night before her daughter turned one, she like nursed her for the last time. And she was like describing it. And I like, literally it was like, I was like four weeks postpartum when I read this and I like started bawling, like reading oh, Bon Appetit oh magazine. God. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. yeah. yeah I love that really kind of writing. Yes. Yeah, like when it's yeah. something innocuous, but then they can like make it into like this beautiful kind of real, like emotional kind of thing. That's like the yeah. most impressive writing, I think. Yeah, she's she's, really she's a really good writer. Yeah, really good. I like her a lot. I I just need to finish her book. Like you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just really bad yeah. at finishing books lately. But yeah, what about you, uh, Georgia? What have you read, Sam? I realize you already said what you read. <laughs> um, I realize like I'm just kind of like in the dark, glowing, but I'm connected to my laptop, so I can't turn on my light. Anyway, <laughs> um, I've been reading like a lot, but nothing. Well. I've been reading a lot, but I just kind of have been doing that thing where you get into like a series and you just keep reading it kind of deal, mm-hmm. like on Kindle where there's like, yep. you know, 15 books in the series and you're just like, this isn't good. And like the author is just like, gets really repetitive with their plot points, but you're like, yeah, I just got to read it. Cause I got to get through. <laughs> yeah. Um, cause I'm a completist. So I've been doing a lot of that. There's like <laughs> two books I think that stood out to me. Um, one is called What If You and Me by um, Ronnie Lauren um, that was that I really liked. Um, it was like it's a, a romance between like two people who live in the two sides of like a duplex. And on one side, it's this ex-firefighter who lost his leg in an accident. And then the other side is this true crime podcaster who is kind of agoraphobic um, and has like phobia with that. And they kind of have like a love hate relationship, but it's really good. I think it's really like, it's really beautiful and it does a good job of, um, talking about disability and then also mental health. Um, but the book I liked the most, and this is on Kindle is called the worst guy by Kate Canterbury, because I went on this whole tangent where I was like, I want to find a true enemies to lovers book. Like, (laughs) sorry my friend is at the hockey game and she's losing her mind (laughs) um anyway hockey game the Canucks are playing she's at the game (laughs) um okay so yeah this book uh the worst guy by Kate Canterbury I really was like I want an actual enemies lovers book like not one where it's just like they kind of don't get along but they still like have insta chemistry so this book it's part of a series but you can read it as a standalone it's about two doctors. Um, one, the guy is Sebastian Stremmel. He's like the head of the ER and the girl. Um, oh my God. What the fuck is her name? 
something Shapiro. I can't remember what her first name is now. That's terrible. He calls her Shap the whole book. Um, but the book starts with her losing her mind. Cause he like, she's a, um, plastic surgeon and he staples someone's face in the ER. And she like loses her mind about the fact that he did this and like physically attacks him because she's so mad about what he's done. And so they hate each, like they legitimately hate each other. And then they get put into an eight week, uh, mandated, uh, like couples therapy kind of thing. But like, I can't remember what they call it. It's like workplace, uh, whatever. And they have to do it. It's like mandatory. Otherwise they can't keep working at the hospital. So they absolutely like they, they hate each other. (laughs) And the whole book, um, then follows like their relationship and they maintain like not liking each other till really far into the book, despite the fact that they start having sex with each other. Um, but it's a really well done enemies to lovers. Like, um, yeah, really well done. Uh, I read a couple other books in the series. I didn't like them as much. So take that with a grain of salt, but, um, that one was a really good one. Uh, and then I've read also Maisie Eddings had a book come out called a brush with love, which I liked a lot. Um, deals a lot with like, uh, mental health, uh, specifically social anxiety. Um, that was really good as well. So those are are the books I'd recommend. That one is, um, like a trad published book. So you, you can't get it on Kindle unlimited, but it's good. She's a, it's a, her debut book as well. Um, and it's about dentists or dental college. So if you're into that, you've read a lot with people who are like in the medical field. Yeah, that was like a random thing. Well, Maisie Eddings is like a dentist. So she like her first book is, yeah, it's set it's set in Philadelphia too. Um, And then I got an ARC for her next book. Um, Yeah, so that um, I'll have to write a review for, but that was good. Imagine imagine being a dentist and having the time to write. Like I can't even write and I work in retail. Like, yeah, I know. and I can't even write a page of anything that I want to write. So good for her. I know. It okay. reminded me that I I read the arc for in a New York minute, which was good. I yeah, I bought it. I'm like, whenever it comes out, I'm gonna I'm gonna get it. So I'm excited for that. Um, I'm definitely reading that because it's set in New York. So yeah, <laughs> it's basically it's more of like a love letter to New York than anything else. It's really really good. Okay, I'm definitely reading that. <laughs> Okay. Let's, let's talk Bridgerton. Yeah. Um, okay. So we left off last season. Um, Daphne and Simon had actual sex. Um, <laughs> um, they, they had uh, a child. <laughs> they had a child. Um, Anthony got rejected by um, the opera singer who now I don't remember what her name was. Cause I've also been rereading the other book and all I can think of is, um, Maria Bello or something. Certainly <laughs> Maria Bello, the actress, <laughs> Not her, but like in the book, the opera singer that he tries to hook up with is Maria something Bosso or something. I can't remember. What's the girl's yes, name. Yes, in? Yes. I'm What's trying the, to... What is her name? I know. I, uh, I'm looking it up right now whatever he gets rejected. And then he decides at the end that he's going to get married, but Sienna, Sienna, thank you. He's going to get married, but it's not going to be anything to do with love. Yep. Cause you can't get married with, for love. And then also we find out spoiler alert that Penelope is lady whistle down, which was kind of controversial 
it was a very controversial reveal um for a lot how of reasons you, yeah how did you guys feel because you guys read the books before the show I read the first book after I watched the show so how did you guys feel about that I was kind of surprised because I I felt like they they probably knew that a lot of people were going to read the books after this came out and mm-hmm. so I mean they must they obviously got Julia Quinn's approval but mm-hmm. um yeah I don't it, it'll be interesting because the- now because it takes that tension away um from trying to figure it out but I also don't really remember reading the first two books and being like I need to know who Lady Whistledown is Right. Like it was just a the thing. series made it more of a thing than the books ever. Than the books did. Yes. Because they made it yes, gossip yes, yes. girly. Yeah. So it yeah, I don't think it I don't think it necessarily matters. I think it matters more that like because of the Penelope character. But yeah, yeah. I don't know. It'll be interesting. Because I mean, the, they made the whole the Eloise. Yeah. Yeah. Like in the in the series, it doesn't get spoiled till her the fourth book, book. Mm-hmm. and yeah. it's like a re- it's a huge plot point in her book about like yep. oh it's her yep. and it like it's a big part of her relationship development and so I think it'll be interesting when it gets to her season yeah yeah yes I uh as someone who read the books after the fact it was kind of um like I, every time like a lady whistled down a bit at the beginning of a chapter or whatever like you're like, okay, like, you know, it's Penelope. So it's just, and then I spent a lot of time being like, oh, like how did Penelope find this out? Or how does she know mm-hmm. this? Um, So it was like kind of annoying, but you're right in the book. It's not made as big of a deal as it is um, on the show. On the show, it's like, ooh, it's like a big part of it and everything. And it's like, who is it? And obviously, you know, in the fourth book, the whole point is that uh, they're trying to find out who she is because, mm-hmm. oh my God, I forgot who it was, but the lady is like, I'll give someone a thousand pounds. If you find out, if you like, if you tell me who she is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's also like the other thing is, um, yeah, th- they made it, I think they made it a plot point so that Eloise and then the queen would be involved because Eloise isn't in the books. Like she's in the books, but she doesn't have any like purpose. For right. at least the first two. Uh, I can't yes. really remember the rest. Um, I think she has stuff in Penelope's book, but I I can't remember in Colin or in Benedict's book if she did. I don't think she does. Yeah. And so, and the queen also isn't a character at all. So they kind of used it just to create like extra side stories. But yeah, yeah, yeah. it's yeah. kind of, it's, so they're keeping obviously Julie Andrews as the voice of her. Right. But we'll see how many like, I was listening to some someone else was talking about it and they're like, how many Carrie Bradshaw like through the window writing <laughs> moments are we gonna get of um, so funny? Then so we'll see. Um, anything else that we left off last season with that was like important? I mean, Reggae John Page is like amazing. He's so good. Simon I mean yeah I'm upset that he's not coming back but do I totally understand why he wouldn't want to come back absolutely he got big on the show and he got all these offers I totally get it mm-hmm. would I like him to be back for that croquet scene that would have been freaking amazing and so great um but 
like it is what it is you know what I mean like I yeah I I like when like you know like when movie sequels always bring back the originals like um I was watching the screen movies and like they always have the original people coming back I love that Mm -hmm. I hate when it's like oh we're not going to talk about them like when I was like when I watched and just like that like every single time I was like don't reference Samantha at all or show her like don't do this stupid half-assed thing where you show her text messages Mm -hmm. so that's what they're kind of going to do obviously with Simon they're just going to like reference him and not show him which is like okay fine but I just wish he was back for like at least one episode or something I will say um they did listen to their fans in the sense that uh, Daphne's bangs are gone. <laughs> I don't know if you noticed. Oh, but her, I didn't notice. The, the horrendous bang situation. Bangs so bad. Bangs were so bad, especially because it was a wig. Oh, so, oh my God. Yeah, it was so bad. So those are gone. Sorry, I can't look at her anymore without thinking about the fact that she was the last person to date Pete Davidson before Kim K. Yeah. Oh my it's God. It's wild, so wild shit, wild shit. <laughs> Well, I think they were dating when she filmed this. Were they not? They were. They were. Oh, that's amazing. I love that so much. That's awesome. Okay. Yeah. So this season obviously follows book two. Um, So we'll talk about the trailer now and then we can get into the spoilers after, but follows book two. So that's um, Anthony. You may also say Anthony, the Brits mm-hmm. say Anthony, which is always strange. Um, know, Anthony right? and Kate, uh, in this season, they reimagine the character. So she's not Kate Sheffield. She's Kate Sharma. Uh, and her sister, Edwina, is Edwina Sharma. And she's South Asian. Um, so that'll be interesting to see, like, how they do that, how they fit kind of the conversation of Empire in, or if they do that at all, or if it's just... I mean, I imagine they're going to, but we'll see. Right. Um, and she's played by, um, oh my God, what's her name? Simone, Simone Ashley. Ashley. There, took a, took a second. Absolutely beautiful and gorgeous. Stunningly beautiful. Um, people might've seen her in sex education before for another great show. <laughs> um, and so the season, the season follows her. The basic plot point is that Anthony wants to get married. He wants to marry for not love. So he's just going to marry the most eligible woman who happens to be Edwina, who's the belle of the season. Um, but her older sister, Kate, is very protective of her. And they mm-hmm. butt heads uh, and hijinks ensues, <laughs> including him falling into a lake, um, a Paul Mall scene, thunder, thunderstorm scene, etc. It's classic enemies to lovers. I think it's one of the best enemies to lovers um in kind of this regency romance um yeah that's that's the gist the gist of the season and we'll see like what they change or what stories they add into it or how they kind of seed in other stories obviously last season we got the strange benedict semi-queer baiting storyline so like we'll see where that that, goes that amounted to nothing well, especially because yep. they're casting his love interest from his book now. So mm-hmm. like that's clearly gonna amount to nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like we'll see. We'll see Unless where that they goes. turn him. Yeah, they they gender bend so the character. To, yeah. I wouldn't be like I wouldn't be surprised if they did it to one to one of the characters, but I think so we'll too. See. I just don't I I would be interesting to see how they write that into the show for that time I'm really interested in seeing it because so Mm -hmm. far they haven't shown 
like, I mean, even in the first season when that painter took him, it was very like a hush, hush. Like, yeah, he still says it's like, so, so that's why I'm like so interested in like seeing how that works. Yeah. So we'll see with them, but yeah, so that's basically just the season, the series, um, (laughs) the trailer, (laughs) the trailer so good. I've watched it like 20 times. I know me too. I I would just like, I would just like us to take a moment of silence to just, just take in the sexual charisma of Jonathan Bailey as a human being. Like it's out of control. There are like, there are certain people where I fully understand like the, um, for lack of a better word, hysteria over (laughs) people like Elvis Presley. Or like these sex icons, people like obsessed with Marlon Brando or whatever. Me. Tom Selleck. I'm obsessed with Marlon Brando. <laughs> or like Tom Selleck. Yes. I like, I'm speechless sometimes when I'm watching Jonathan Bailey exist as a human. It's shocking. The chemistry that he clearly has with um, Simone Ashley is going to be incredible. I know. I'm I know. so excited. It's, it's so, oh, he's just so beautiful. Like I can't, like even just like this, like this picture of him just sitting like, any other guy I'd be like this is a stupid ass picture but with him I'm like this is so beautiful oh I completely understand and it'll be really interesting because I think like um there's a whole swath of contemporary romance books and even some like I guess some historical but a lot of contemporary romance books where the male main character is so clearly based off of Henry Cavill there's like a whole bunch of them where you're like oh oh he's six feet tall oh he has like this specific teeth these specific teeth thing like oh his hair's like that is no like you're like that's henry cavill and i think there's going to be a whole torrent of historical romance books where it's like it's jonathan it's john bailey. bailey and i know oh, that's going to happen because i follow a bunch of these authors on instagram and every time a trailer for this comes out everyone just loses their mind over jonathan oh bailey God, that's hilarious um so i'm so excited i also like no offense to phoebe dinavore and reggie yeah. john page who like reggie john page one of the most attractive people to also ever exist, like Absolutely. a true gift to us Beautiful. during a very dark time in our lives. <laughs> um, they weren't the best actors. <laughs> I will be like, particularly Phoebe Dinner was not a good actress. I agree. But these two are like, they're really good actors. So I'm really excited yeah. to see how that goes. Um, yeah. I don't know if you guys feel, felt the same or if I'm being very harsh but um so for me for me the story is what is getting me excited and the fact that it's the two of them like they're obviously very beautiful and even in the trailer their chemistry is like just like you can totally feel it just by watching that trailer um so for me that is what makes me more excited for it for the second season than the first one and knowing how good the first one was and knowing like what what we're bound to get like you know the quality of production but yes like you're talking about like their their acting skills um I think they were great I mean obviously I'm gonna say this I just feel like Phoebe and Denver was okay but I feel like Reggae John Page was like just she kind of was like, I feel like they were, they were like in two different, sh- they were like in two different shows. That's kind of how I felt like sometimes. And mm-hmm. I don't mean that in a bad way. That's not to say that they were bad actors. I don't think so at all. I just think that like, there were times where I feel like he was on a different show than she was. And that's just like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? So yeah. um, I'm still, I, I still think like they did, they were like amazing together. Like obviously like no doubt amazing together, but 
in terms of like Simone Ashley and Jonathan Bailey, just watching the trailer, I'm like, I'm already like blown away. So I'm excited for all of that. Mm-hmm. Sam? Um, so I can't remember if this is in the trailer or if it was like another clip. Okay, so obviously they're like coming out of the water scene. And I feel like there's oh, yes. going to be some like comedic, some comedic pieces in this that, that like the Kate Charmer character really nails. I also forgot Simone Ashley's name for her. <laughs> like, I feel like she has such good comedic timing. Yes. Um, so I'm looking forward to that because I think that's like a different vibe than last season. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then there's the, there's the scene where he's like riding the horse and he like jumps off the horse as the horse is still going. And I was yes. like, I'm just going to yes. sit here and watch this on loop for just like a minute. An hour. <laughs> Yes, that was very attractive. I did not yeah. know I needed that in my life. A man jumping off a horse that did not still... think that that could be attractive. <laughs> just and everything he does that, is like, attractive. Like I don't, so I just don't understand. Poor Izzy, he's yeah. just gonna have to put up with me. Um, the other <laughs> thing, <laughs> whatever, I don't care. Um, the other thing uh, that so what's interesting is I was rereading the book and this isn't like a spoiler for the book. We won't get into that yet, but I was reading, rereading the book and, um, I was like, oh, I forgot how kind of like goofy and awkward Kate is like in the book. She is mm-hmm. like, she is very like sharp and she's obviously quite intelligent and she's like headstrong, but she's also like quite like I, yeah, goofy is how I would kind of explain her. Like she does, like, there's a lot of weird stuff. She's got the dog. <laughs> um, she has some like, just like awkward moments where she's kind of like, I think it's kind of supposed to be that she's kind of uncomfortable with society and how it functions. And meanwhile, her mm-hmm. sister's kind of like this, like perfect child yes. and she doesn't yes, fit yes. in. And it was interesting because watching the show, you kind of get bits of that, but what you really get is her or what I felt like she was playing the character in a lot more of like, um, like a, like a, almost more like a Jane Bennett way where she's like very, like, she's still kind of awkward a little bit, but it comes across more in like that Darcy-esque, like I'm kind of a little bit more like stiff upper, stiff upper lip. And I don't know if that's just how the trailer was cut, because I feel like a lot of the stuff in the trailer is just from the first like couple episodes. Um, yeah. Obviously, like we'll get into why that is a little bit later on. Um, So it'll be interesting to see if, you know, like Sam's right. There are these moments of like comedic timing, like when she's talking to her sister and her sister's like, um, like basically, I think she's like, isn't there any redeeming qualities? And you can see her kind of be like, yeah, like he's a little hot, but like, (laughs) I also hate him. Um, And so there's like those kind of things. So it'll just be interesting to see how that plays. And I don't, I don't have an issue if she plays the character a little bit differently because obviously when you're reimagining the character as someone who's racialized, like it might not be the same. It might be the same. It might not be um, depending on how they kind of seed that in. Um, So yeah, it'll be interesting. It'll be interesting to see. Interesting to see, but it was really fun rereading the book and picturing them. It's really easy to picture Jonathan Bailey because he does play it very well. Um, But it was interesting to reread it picturing Simone Ashley instead of kind of mm-hmm. just like a blank face. That book is like that lady. The book is fairly descriptive about the sisters, right? Like, mm-hmm. which is unusual, I think. But yeah, 
Yeah. So yeah, it'll be interesting. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see. Also, there's a lot of stuff that's fascinating about Anthony as a character because of his relationship Mm -hmm. with his dad and like all the stuff about how he feels like he's just, he's going to die young and like all that kind of stuff. So that'll be really good. Um, so I'm excited. I'm excited to see that obviously very excited for the Paul Mall scene. It's pretty iconic. Oh yeah. What did I call it? I called it croquet. So it's sorry. I also call it croquet because it's croquet, but they call it. Oh, it is. Okay. <laughs> it's like it, that's what it is, but yeah, it's like how people just like soccer and football, I think basically. Yeah. They just changed oh yeah. Name. That's true. That's true. Yeah. I'm very excited for that scene. I'm excited for that scene and obviously excited for some later scenes. I'm excited to see if they, um, use that scene where should we spoiler should we spoiler it yes we can just yeah yeah. spoilers spoilers we're talking about spoilers okay okay potential spoiler okay so it's the scene where they're having a party at their house and she's in his office hiding under his desk yes yes so I'm excited to see if they use that scene because I kind of liked that scene even though he was kind of being mean to her and I didn't like it because he like knew that she was there so he was you know what I mean um but so I'm kind of excited to see it's I so I was rereading it today on the bus, and I only got up to um uh I got up to just before the thunderstorm scene happens and okay. so the first part of the book like there's so much good banter like I'm so excited for the scene when they first meet and it's like there's the part where he's talking or she's talking to Colin and Colin's like listening to her and he starts laughing and he's like I need to introduce you to my brother and then he brings her over or at some point they like he introduces her and he tells like Anthony and he thinks that like she's gonna be a certain way and he doesn't know that Colin's like this bitch is crazy and she's gonna take you down (laughs) (laughs) and so it's so good because there's like the banter with Colin and then like between the brothers like there's a great part where he's like um he's like would you like a drink something strong stronger hemlock perhaps to like calling (laughs) (laughs) and it's so good and there's like so many of those moments and then he like um uh Colin like basically forces them to start dancing together and like she like stomps on his foot and like it's so good and I'm like oh my god I need I just they're gonna be so good at this please put this in time just like take this out and put it in oh wait yeah I just remembered I just remembered a scene I just remembered um the scene where Cressida makes that joke about Penelope mm-hmm. and he like sticks up for her and she just like totally sees him like in a different light. Yeah. She's like, and he's a hero. Yes. Yes. I love that scene. I just remembered that happened. I love that scene. I hope they use that scene. I just think like, <laughs> I don't know what it was like her writing in this book was so much better than the writing in the first book. I I think so. I thought that was maybe just me because again, I read it after I watched the show. So I thought maybe I just wasn't liking the book enough because I already knew what happened. But after I read the second one, I was like, man, this is so much better. This is so much better. Yeah, the banter Um, was so much better. Yeah, Yeah. absolutely. Everything about it. Mostly because like there was just so much like with Simon and um, Daphne it was so much like it wasn't even like an enemy to lovers like it couldn't be funny it was more of like a sad you know like like especially when they went deeper into like Simon's childhood with his dad Mm -hmm. and everything it was more sad than it was funny so this one was just like a more Mm lighthearted, you know even even with even with Anthony's like background with his dad 
and like mm-hmm. you find out why he is the way that he is it was still a more lighthearted story than Daphne and Simon's yeah and even like um so we can kind of yeah we'll get into like the scenes that people are most anticipating I think so like the meeting scene obviously um the uh when she's in the room right when she's under the desk mm-hmm. as you were saying like that one and yeah it'll be interesting because is there going to be like a new opera singer? Like, how's that yep. going to work? Because yeah, that whole situation, um, when they first kiss, that's also their first kiss. So that'll be interesting. Um, mm-hmm. the thunderstorm scene when she's scared of the thunderstorm and he like takes care of her, the Paul Mall scene. Oh, but, yes, the thunderstorm scene. Yeah. But most importantly, <laughs> the bee sting scene, <laughs> yep. which is like deeply funny when yes. you think about it. Cause he just goes absolutely crazy. Um, and obviously, like that has to be happening because they've been teasing bees for like yep. fucking the ever. Season. There's That's like emojis why, of bees. There's like bees in the show. So like, do you guys remember? I asked you. I asked you. I think I did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're I like, why are there guys, bees? I was like, why are there bees everywhere? And you, just, you guys both just like didn't say anything. So yeah, then I read the second book, and I I realized why. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that'll be interesting. But the reason why I'm like, I think most of this footage is from the first three episodes is they get married like quite relatively quickly in the book, like at least yeah, me like like halfway, halfway through, through maybe like yeah. 40% the way into the book, like they're married. And obviously you don't see any of that. Yeah. Most of the stuff you see is like pre that happening. So either they like extended out or they've just only shown us part of the show. So yeah, it'll be interesting. I don't know, Sam, anything else that you're excited for from the book? You've been rereading it. I've only gotten about a quarter of the way through, so I'm not fully through my reread. Mm-hmm. Um, No, I think we've covered all of all of the big big points. It's also big nice because this uh, there's not really controversy <laughs> hanging over this one like the first one. Yes, kind of like a controversy. You mean like the scene where she basically like impregnates she sexually assaults him? Um, yes. yes, I can't. Benedict does Benedict's book have controversy? Um. Because that's my favorite one. I don't think so, right? No, but then Penelope's so than- does because they she makes her lose the weight. Yeah. Um, oh, yes, yes, yes. I was like, wait, what? I was thinking Colin did something. Earlier. Yeah. And then uh, Eloise's <laughs> and then Eloise's is quite controversial. Okay, um, wait, don't tell me because I haven't read that. I won't, I won't, but okay, like, don't tell me. Uh, and then I can't remember about the rest, but um, yeah, it'll be interesting interesting to see so this one is um I think this one is most people's favorite yeah. I would say um out of the whole series out of the this one and series. probably okay. Benedict's are people's most favorite I, really I love I love Benedict's because I love Sophie Me and too. I know that Benedict's is like um everyone says it's just like a retelling of Cinderella um, I, I still love it. I still love it. I think oh, it's so good. And that's why I am so excited when you sent us that thing on Instagram of how they were casting her. Um, also, I don't know why I just assume, I don't know. I don't know why in my head she had brown hair and I realized she's a blonde. So sorry. I classic Cinderella. Story. <laughs> literally. I, don't I like literally her describing Sophie either. So I just I don't know. Okay, then I maybe I'm her. wrong. I swear I read something that said that she's the blonde. And I was like, really? Because I totally forgot about that, even though it's my favorite one in the series. 
Um, but I, I love that one. So I'm so excited for it. And I know obviously they haven't started filming. So I'm like, Ugh, just cast mm-hmm. her already and start filming know, this so because it's so good. I just wish it would go back to, and obviously this isn't going to happen. I wish they would go back to having them come out during Christmas because I associated it with Christmas time. Mm-hmm. So yeah. That's when the first season came out. So COVID really did like fuck everything. So <laughs> I'm just so annoyed. I know see how much of, yeah, I mean, excited to see how much of the next series they like foreshadow yeah because there are a couple of relationships where I know for sure the love interests are in this season mm-hmm. it so also know, like, yeah after this one mm, or maybe after maybe it's after Benedict's but it gets really messy because everything is actually happening all at once like in the book okay um yeah. It's yeah, it's literally happening all at once. So it'll be interesting in those seasons to see because in these seasons they're having to kind of manufacture things to like have them happen at the same time. Um, right. Like the whole thing last season with um, uh, is it Marina? Yeah, Marina. Marina. Yes. Um, the, Who like, I still haven't. I still don't know what she's about. You guys yeah. told me that, and we won't I still spoil don't that. Know. Okay. Okay. But like that <laughs> stuff, they had to like obviously put that there but that didn't happen in the book so like trying to jumble things up versus it does get to the point where everything's kind of happening all at once um so it'll be interesting to see how they balance that or if they are really going to just do a season for each of the siblings um okay each of the siblings books so who knows who knows? We shall see. I, I would appreciate if they would just like combine some of the seasons. That would be great. Not mm-hmm. because, because also like we, that means we get the stories out quicker instead of waiting. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm going to be like, what, fucking 38 by the time. <laughs> <laughs> they so I would appreciate if they just were a little quicker and just, you know, combine some of the seasons. I think I, yeah, I'm pretty sure I have all the books. I'm pretty sure I have all of them, unless I missed the last two. I'm pretty sure I, yeah, I'm pretty sure I got them all. You don't need, you don't need to own those ones. (laughs) (laughs) I think I've read both of those maybe once. Yeah. I I, might've read Hyacinth again, but I definitely haven't read Gregory's. Me neither. Which one did you say? Did you, oh, was not Hyacinth. Who's the other sister? I love Francesca's book because it's full of pining. And I love me some pining and some unrequited love. <laughs> it's so it, I love it. It's so angsty. There's a lot of angst in that book. Um, it's one of the, it's probably like the most, or it's, I'm really, I'm actually really excited for that one. Even though they like, just didn't like Francesca just like, didn't really exist in the first season. She like showed up at the very end. I was like, I, what wait, the fuck? Do, do we know, do we know why they did that with her character? Well, she's not really relevant in the, well, because in the books, like most of the younger siblings, like aren't relevant to their books. It's really just like in the first book, it's really just like Daphne, Colin, Benedict and Anthony. Yeah. Really like the other kids exist, but it's not Mm -hmm. like, they're not like important characters or anything. Um, Yeah. They, they obviously with the show being what it is, they made them obviously they make them just to show how like big the family is and everything. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, they, if they fuck up Francesca's season, I will lose my mind. <laughs> lose my goddamn mind. Um, oh my gosh. I'm excited yeah. to read her book then. Yeah. I, 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 that's one of the ones I've reread the most. Um, yeah, it's very good. 
Okay. My last question, <laughs> just for fun. <laughs> Season one, well known for its covers, its orchestral covers of songs. What songs do you think they're going to cover? So season one featured Thank You Next, Wildest Wait, Dreams. Did you not see what I sent it to you? What did you send? I checked you guys. What was it? They have a whole list of the covers that they're doing for season They two. did? How did I miss this? <laughs> I missed that too. Oh my God. Yes. Wait, you guys, you guys are going to die. Please, I want you to look it up right now. Okay. Wait, do you want to look it up or no? No, no, no. I want to know. But is how many, how many songs are by Olivia Rodrigo? Any? I think none. <gasps> what? That's actually shocking. I'm like, so uh, I guess I uh, might be, I might be wrong. I might be wrong. When did you send this to us? How did I miss this? Bridgerton season two soundtrack will cover (gasps) Harry Styles, Rihanna, and more. Oh, they are going to do stay. Okay. They're going to do stay. So Guaranteed. That's what it is. No, it's not. (gasps) It's not. Do you want me to send you guys the article? Yes, please. I need this. You guys are gonna die. There's some good stuff on here. There's one on here where you're like the first song on this list. So it's a Teen Vogue article. Just scroll down a little till you get to the list. The first song on this list, the the, the band, you are gonna die because you would never think this would be used for Bridger Tip. Mm-hmm. Wait, where did you send it? Um, I sent it on Twitter. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I should have sent it in our chat. Sorry, because I had it on my phone. <laughs> my <bad. laughs> I was like, I don't have this. I'm like, what are you, where is this? I'm di- I'm dying at Lucia at this game. It's so funny. Let me know when you guys uh, see oh, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. It's- now I'm going to have wildest dreams stuck in my head. Absolutely. I, so I, when I'm reading the, the books in my room, I, uh, I have it on my, on my, like my speaker. I have it <laughs> it's, 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 it honestly sets the mood. It's so great. Nirvana? Yep. <laughs> Material Girl makes sense. Yep. Oh my God, I'm so excited oh, for dancing on my own. Diamonds. Oh, dancing on my own is going to be so- You want to know? Oh my gosh. Yes, yes that's the one. That's, that's going to be so when good. I saw that, when I saw that, I was like, are you kidding me? I'm so excited for that one. I'm so wow. excited for that one. I'm actually that's shocked. I thought... I thought there was going to be, um, for sure, Olivia Rodrigo Olivia. songs. So, so the per- so um, I don't know if it was the director or who who said it, creator. I don't know who said it, producer. Um, said that they would love to get her for season three. Uh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So sense. I literally read somewhere that that was like something that they were trying to do. Hmm. However, I am so excited about this list. I'm especially excited about you ought to know. Um, I'm excited to see how they're going to use it. In what scene? I just am so excited. I can't wait. But yeah. Um, 
and diamonds by Rihanna. Like that's going to be so good. I'm it's so gonna be really good. Yeah. That's going to be awesome. Okay. Well, this is good news, but yeah, that's good news. Okay. But yeah. Um, I thought I totally thought, I swear I hold on. Did I send, did I not send this to you guys? I swear. I thought I did. You guys I don't remember, but I'm also people. been, I'm also, I've also been terrible at looking at my things. Let's see. Let's see. Oh no, this was, I swear. I thought I tagged you guys in something. I swear. I thought I did. Oh, I did. I did. It was a, it was a tweet. I like quote tweeted and I tagged you both. Oh, okay. And I was like, you guys. So yeah, that's probably why you missed it. It was, it was, it was a few days or like two weeks ago or something. But anyway, I totally thought, oh my God, I should have like not said anything. And I should have like, <laughs> I should have, I should have just had you guess. And then I said, and I should have been like, oh, by I the wouldn't way, have gotten any of those. those. I was <laughs> like, I was like, I, I might've gotten Harry Styles. But I would have guessed it would be like watermelon sugar or something. Oh, yeah. I would have thought it would be like a fun one or something like mm-hmm. that. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I love Sign of the Times. I love that song. So I'm excited to see that too. Mm-hmm. But again, the minute I saw You Ought to Know by Alanis Morissette, I was like dead. I was like, I cannot oh, wait to so see. Good. It's one of my favorite all-time songs, Obs. So that was so, that's so exciting. Okay. Any last thoughts prior to season two of Bridgerton coming out that we want to share? excited for I'm just so excited it's literally been over a year I cannot wait um I'm just so excited for everyone to see like I know everyone was upset when Reggie John Page wasn't coming back but I think and I mean this in the nicest way possible I don't think people are going to be ruminating on that as much when they see how good this story is and how amazing Kate and Anthony are together it's going to be great Oh my God. I can't, I can't wait another six days. No, are you okay? Okay. Most importantly, are you going to binge it just all? Or are you going to try and yes. savor it? Okay. Yeah, I'm no. binging it all. I have no, I, I have think absolutely, I'm gonna binge it. I have zero ability to like yeah. ration myself yep. at all. I'm just going to watch all of it. At once. I have to yes. teach. I have to teach that day too, for like six hours. So I'm like, do I just, just pull an all nighter, go back to freshman year of college like don't don't because I will be. you want watch it all I, I'm telling you not to Sam is telling you to pull an all-nighter I want you to be able to we can text each uh, other our live reactions yes that's true <laughs> wait but the thing is is you guys are gonna see it at midnight I'm gonna freaking I have to like what sleep early and then send a lot because I told you I have that day off so I'm so excited because oh, I just happen to have jealous. that day off so I'm like do I like sleep early and then literally wake up at like two 30 and watch <laughs> cause I will do that. That's how excited I am. I've never been this excited for a show. I mm-hmm. cannot wait to see. How I have like a bunch out. of marking this week and I'm like, uh, I'm scheduling this around like <laughs> around Bridgerton. Embarrassing. I'm like, Izzy, I uh, hope you know, I will be having access to the television for probably 12 hours. Uh, hope you don't want to watch anything. I don't care. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> okay. That's um, amazing. I will say, so I just recently, like I started a sub stack just because I was like, Oh, I'll have something for when I read. I just posted, um, five books that I recommend that are written by South Asian authors that feature South Asian leads. Um, 
I didn't, I haven't really come across um, that many that are historical romances. There's obviously Mm -hmm. the Emily Howard one, which was quite controversial. So I don't even want to like delve into that one. (laughs) I know she rewrote it. So maybe things changed, but we, I don't know. Um, So the the ones that I, (laughs) the ones that I recommended were all contemporary and they're all male, female as well. So like it's obviously not the broad yeah. thing, but um, it's like an important thing to remember when watching this series. Um, this is obviously like a reimagining of the character, but there's a ton of books that are written by South Asian authors, particularly like romance books that are really good um, and everyone should read. There's a couple of really good Canadian authors um, that people should read. Um, Farah Heron and um, Sarah Desai, who actually lives, she lives somewhere on the island, I think. Um, they've written some really good books, uh, but there's a bunch. So um, if anyone wants to go to my Substack, I can't remember what it's called. I think it's just Georgia Reads um, to see those or yeah. just like Google and go to Goodreads. I'm sure people have curated some really good lists, but that's something to keep in mind. That's um, awesome. I'm going to look that up. Yeah, so. Your list. Hmm? I, I just go off your list. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. There's only <laughs> five of them. Um, yeah, so that will be exciting. Um, thank you everyone for listening. Hopefully you enjoy Bridgerton. Uh, we will be back. I'm sure with our, maybe I'll just like record myself at some points while I'm watching so I can like drop it into the next episode of me just being like, I, I, life has changed seeing Jonathan Bailey. <laughs> but until then... <laughs> Until then, have a good week. Enjoy Bridgerton, and we will see you when the show comes out. Bye. Bye.